This is Lee Pettis reporting with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The McAllen Chamber of Commerce recently held an event titled the Legislative Update Luncheon. The event was held at the Radisson Hotel McAllen Airport. The master of ceremonies was Dr. Fred Farias, chairman of the Chamber's Government Affairs Council. The moderator was attorney and former McAllen Mayor Jim Darling. The special guests were state representatives Terry Canales of Edinburgh, Sergio Munoz of Mission, R.D. Bobby Guetta of McAllen, and Oscar Longoria of La Jolla. Mayor Darling asked the lawmakers what the best and worst legislation passed last session as it relates to the Rio Grande Valley. Oh, I know. I was going to ask another question related to that, but I'll stick to the script. So, <laughs> what do you think was the most important negative legislation passed in last session that relates to Rio Grande Valley and the business community? Uh, unquestionably, it's the, the voting bill that we've seen. Um, <clears throat> We had an opportunity to work together. Uh, I was on the conference committee. We sat for hours and hours, locked in a room with two other Republicans and with their attorneys and 15, 16 hours um, collectively. Uh, we had an opportunity to make it easier for people to vote and harder to cheat at the ballot box. And we didn't do that. And we really could have done something meaningful. Uh, we've, what we've done is made it harder to vote um, and created some gotchas and some problems that um, theoretically, they have not occurred, but they very well could. And so I would tell you, in addition to the problems that I think we created with the voting bill, the bill was so decisive that it caused a walkout. Many of my colleagues went to Washington. Um, there are still some wounds that I don't know um, how long it will take to heal. I believe that they will heal. Time heals all wounds, they say. Um, but I believe that not only from a policy perspective, but from a relationship perspective between the House, Republicans and Democrats, I think that sowed a great division. Um, and so it was such a polarizing bill, and I think that that would be the most important negative impact, not only from the relationship to the legislature, but just community-wise. Definitely, I, I would uh, mention not only that bill, but uh, I think also um, legislation that was aimed at uh, trying to rewrite history and what's taught at our schools, et cetera, to me, I think affects not only the business community, but our community as a whole, if we start micromanaging what people should be doing in the classroom, what people should be taught, whether they should only be given one side versus the other, because whether you want uh, an individual and, and, you know, as a parent or as a community, et cetera, uh, you want to mold that person to have uh, different views on anything, right? The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. Now, it doesn't mean that because they're being taught something, they're gonna follow that, but we need to know, right, what history is about, how we got here, what happened before us, and really what are we gonna to do to put ourselves in a position so it doesn't happen again. But micromanaging that, I think, is, is, is extremely incorrect because if you start doing that, what, what, what's next, right? Then you're gonna start telling people, well, you know what, when you wake up in the morning, here's a to-do list. And this is the way you're going to live your life, this is what you're going to do, this is what you're going to see. That's not good for people, that's not good for business, because at the end, uh, you want to mold people and you want to give them the opportunity to learn and be educated on so many fronts that they're going to be a successful person going forward. So to me, I, I think getting away from that is, is, not is, is really not beneficial uh, to us in terms of preparing our future and the students going forward. Uh, so. I mean, I guess we can go on and on and on about it, but, but I just feel that uh, micromanaging how people uh, do certain things is, is just not good, not only to the business community, but to us as a whole. I have to echo what 
Sergio has just mentioned and stated, and he stated it very well. You know, um, I think most of us are, are products of our education here in the Rio Grande Valley, at least many of us. My mother was a teacher. She was one of the founders of Region 1. She brought bilingual ed um, to this area in the 60s. But what I find and what I found so disturbing, look at Texas history. Look how they're trying to rewrite Texas history. They leave out so much of what the Rio Grande Valley had to offer, what our culture has to offer. And I'm not just talking about the Mexican-American culture, I'm talking about many cultures. And I find it very disturbing when you see what, this, what Sergio just eloquently described as rewriting history. History is history, and these kids need to know what that history is and not in a rewritten, slanted way. When you look at the list of books that are being pulled from some of these libraries, public libraries, um, school libraries, it is appalling. Appalling. And I don't understand why many of them have been banned because somebody decided, oh, we don't like this word or that word. Give me a break. Well, I agree with Bobby, Sergio, and, and Terry. Uh, something business-related, not allowing the reauthorization of Chapter 313 agreements with school districts to be able to partner up with the business community. Uh, unfortunately, this wasn't allowed. It was done in the past, and I think it provides a good avenue for businesses to partner up with local districts and develop plans and, and grant programs so that they can go ahead and enhance the workforce. So, unfortunately, that wasn't authorized. Maybe next legislative session, it may be something that, that can get done. I think uh, when, when everybody looks at it, I think it's something it's important to the community, and I think it can provide businesses a, a good avenue, and of course, provides the district. So that's kind of going to left field from what's going on here. But I, I agree with them with everything. From CRT to voting, I think uh, there are issues. I mean, we're there for a short amount of time, and whenever you address these issues, you don't debate them, you argue them, and literally it will suck out the entire air from the room, and it leaves a real bitter taste in everyone's mouths for weeks on end, and, and like Terry mentioned, you know, it creates a lot of wounds and it takes time to heal, so uh, hopefully we can just focus on business that will continue to progress the state moving forward instead of these issues which just divide. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, you had to... I just want to add, so, so that for those of you who are kind of trying to follow it, the, what we're talking about is critical race theory bill um, that allows certain stuff to be blocked and that they that's claimed to be dangerous or pornographic or obscene. And I can tell you this as a, as a father of five children that have, I've got four in grade school. If I've got a problem, I can go talk to my principal. I can go talk to the superintendent. We can figure whatever it is out. Uh, but it's absurd that... Um, the legislature believes that what's in the library is worse than what's on their tablet or on their phone. Uh, I've got kids, and I can tell you that what's on the internet and what they've got in their hand is way more dangerous than what's in that library. And so, um, so the next question kind of relates to it. First, I have a question: Are any school board trustees here? Because we're going to have a prayer session for you afterwards. This podcast is one in a series of two podcasts covering the recent McAllen Chamber of Commerce Legislative Update Luncheon. 
I'm Lee Perez, reporting with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.